Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Comey Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Understanding praise. Understanding praise. Many of us have studied on praise. We have heard a lot about praise. And you should be wondering why another additional teaching on praise. I believe that there is no teaching that is exhaustive. We cannot exhaust every, any teaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can keep learning about what God instructs us to do. The more we learn, the more we understand. The Bible says, praise God is understanding. And let me make us understand, understand something. Everybody understands at different times and at different levels, yes. at different frequencies. There was a young man who was in, you know, at church there, and he told me, he gave a testimony that actually what he was hearing in the other church he was attending, the Bible-based church, is a church I celebrate and I believe in what they are doing, what the Lord is doing, they're praise God for But he said that all the things they were teaching there, he was not understanding. But the moment he sat under my, sat under my, uh, my teachings, he began to understand everything. That we're teaching them. What does that make us understand? Understanding comes at different timing and at different frequencies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we have to keep teaching some things on it so people understand. There are some people that have been in church for 20 years and they don't understand some basic principles, so tenets of faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have to reteach it to them so they will understand it. Yes. Because until they understand it, it's not practicable in their life. The Bible says, Praise God with understanding. That means if you don't understand what praise is, you cannot praise God. It's as simple as that. The reason why we have a lot of people who don't praise God and they can complain to God is because they don't understand what praise is. Until you understand praise, you cannot praise God. Then, I had, uh, uh, they used to tell us in, in, in school there, mathematics is just simple understanding. Once you understand mathematics, you don't need to cram anything. That's the beauty about mathematics. You may memorize formulas, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. But you need to understand the formula and memorize it. Because if you understand the formula and memorize it, you will just bring it out anytime and anytime. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. That's why understanding is very important. And we'll keep teaching on about understanding praise because there are many more people that need to understand. For example, people like me. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. I still need to understand a lot about praise. Uh, thank God for those who have understood a lot, and but I have a lot to understand. Amen to Jesus. Yes. We are going still to uh, we have been on and um, layer for a while and we are still on it. Praise God forever more. Mm-hmm. And we are to Jesus. Yes. Um, Genesis about 29, there's um um um, verse 31 to 35 is our anchor scripture. We're going to be taking one verse out of it and together. It says, And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah and left there. We understood the last time that it was after the fourth, the, 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 the time she got to the fourth child, she remembered that there were many reasons to praise God. And then she began to praise. Praise God forevermore. But you don't need to wait that long before you start praising. Are you getting what I'm saying? She she, 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 she conceived a very poor child and she called his name Judah. She says, Now that praise the Lord. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Um, from the, the experience of Leah, she saw the reason to praise God when she gave birth to her fourth son, Judah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, although this was quite late because her prayer should have begun. At least right from when God answered her prayer for husband. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. But her affliction and desire blinded her to this truth. We understood that that her prayer should have started when God gave her the answer to prayer. Although it's even meant to start before then. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. We'll say that in the course of this story. But at least for the for the late, late, late entry at home, 
He should have started when God gave her a husband. The terms and conditions were not favorable, but the most important thing was that the husband was already given. So all the time, the terms and conditions we may want may not be what may, the terms and conditions may not be favorable to us. But the thing we need should be what is more important. Has God given me what I want? Yes or no? Yes. I remember when I stayed for about um, two years without preaching in our previous missions to do. And um, when I was invited to preach in a, you know, I, I called um, um, a pastor friend, you know, over there, and I told him I'm I'm, I'm doing eternal ministry. Like if I knew about podcast, brother, for the preach the whole series. And I said, I'm, I, I, I'm doing eternal ministry. And he said, okay. And he called me back. Next day, he called me back. I said, can I come and preach this Sunday in church? I said, why not? I, I, I'm ready. So I came and I preached. I was awesome. We were blessed. We were blessed. Then he invited me to preach. And that song again, it was awesome. And then he, he called me, he, he told me once, and I was like, They're having a 21 days fasting and prayer program. And he said, He want me to take the first week, the seven days, you know. And as God would be favorable, that was the week my daughter was born, they met to Jesus. Yeah. All right, now, so I went in, I started teaching the seven days. In fact, when I started teaching, in fact, I, I thought that maybe I've forgotten how to preach and teach. But God was favorable to us. He gave a very good repentance. Yes. I saw that I was teaching and preaching, and people were blessed. And after one week, the seven days, he told me, he said, Man of God, he said, the program is actually for three weeks. So if you want to do a second week, you are free. Ah, I said, Well, I'm available. I have to go and preach in someone else's church that uh, on, on, uh, on, on Monday. So on Tuesday, I continued. So I was just like back to back for two weeks running. And it was awesome. And after then, a young man told me, came and met me after the meeting and he said, I hate God. I saw elderly people run from their business places. Because you think people don't want to hear the word? People don't want to hear the word. It's the devil that deceived God that people that put on the word. These were people that these were people that were deacons and and and, and deaconesses and you know uh, in the church. But I saw them, they were run closing business office to come and sit under the word. The people want to listen to the word. They want to be taught by the word they see good teaching, they know. And that's why the devil finds good teaching. How can we be here teaching from, from, from where we are in this cubicle and 250 places in one day? My, my brother, my sister, people are hungry. Yes. People are hungry. That's why the devil finds good teaching. He finds it because he knows that people are hungry. And he will rather allow noisemakers to fill up the whole environment. Mm. And they were sitting on the wall. And I was like, wow, this is beautiful. For like two years, no preaching, and then when we came to this video feed, God started making me preach back to back. Three months, I was teaching every day that we stopped. Preaching back to back, preaching, teaching back to back. Ah! I got to a point, I said, God has restored me for my two years of not preaching. He has restored me for my two years of not preaching. I cannot say, and some people ask, why do we have to praise God? My brother, restoration of two years of not preaching is when I'm not willing to praise God. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yes. The, the schedule of last year was tight. We're teaching and preaching just back to back. Last two years, just like that, we're just teaching our people. What a blessing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So, there is a reason to praise God. It's except you know the reason. What am I called to do? I am called to preach. God told me years ago, and Paul told Timothy, preach the word. The instant he sees an act of season. And the Lord told me, preach whether you see results or not. My primary assignment is to preach. Yes. That's my primary assignment. So, that's why, by all means, I preach. So, when human beings say they don't want, to sit down under me, I keep preaching, and they don't know why. This is a this is a a a, a, a thing that I've been there from childhood. As a child, I would talk and talk. I was a heavy talker. And what my mother told me that that it got to a point one day I was talking, and she asked me, "Who are you talking to?" 
And I said, I am talking to myself. If people will not listen to me, I will listen to myself. It has been there. The thing, the, the, the issue has been there for long. So, if you don't want to listen, I will talk to myself. Thank God for podcasts. If you say you don't want to me to listen, you will listen to me by airways. By all means, you listen, but I will not stop talking. I said, so the Lord has, has, has restored us for years of not preaching. That even this year, commanded me, I'm not the one preaching out the glory of God. Amen to Jesus. What a blessing that is. I was so excited thinking, I was like, oh Lord, you have done me so well. That last year, commanded me, I preach every day. Hey, all the program, I preach every day, and I say, Lord, that you have done me so well. That this year, commanded me, I preach only how many times? Once, eh? Can you imagine how many days so tough for? I preach only once. You see, what a blessing! I'm trusting God that very soon the, 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 the my, my 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 soldiers that are here with me will be joining me preaching Amen. so that my my workload will reduce. Amen. Amen to Jesus, Amen. and I can concentrate on other aspects. Amen to Jesus. But teaching the word remains priority. All right. Now, so she was blinded by afflictions and her desires, so she didn't know where to start praises. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that should not be a case. You can't do that before. The popular saying goes stores better late than never. Are we together? So her realization opened the door of praise in her life and family. Are, are you getting me? Now, so it's better late than never. Amen. To understand what she realized that she was supposed to have started praising a long time ago than never praising at all. You see, some of us we are supposed to have started praising ten years ago, mm. but we are not started praising ten years ago. We have been, we have been, you know, we have been doing everything rather than praise. God says it's time to realize praise. Amen. You see, it's not easy to praise and thank God. Mm. In fact, it's easy to praise and thank God when things are good, seemingly good and well. But when they are not good and well, it's difficult to praise and thank God. Praise God forevermore. Yeah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Yeah. But you see, we must maintain a constant attitude of praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And to do that, we must be able to remove our emotions from the situations. It's emotions that make you react to situations. Are we together? Yes. We must remove our emotions from situations in form of what? Maintain the attitude of praise and thanksgiving. And that's why a lot of times we are so emotional as Christians, and so it is, it's so difficult for us to praise God. I am not talking to Christians as though I am not a Christian and as though I have arrived. I'm not arrived. We are still in the learning process. I even am saying. And so by the day we are learning how to be led by the spirit, not by emotions. Even when the emotions want to have a greater part of us, we are now the spirit in us. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Alright. So Judah is from the Hebrew um, word Yehoda. 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 You see, actually the um, J alphabet is not in the original. Are you going to say? It's actually why you are. So Jehovah is not Jehovah, it's Jehovah. Jehovah. Are you also known as Yahweh? So only when you see uh, Jacob is Yaakov. Are you going to say? Yeah. Israel is Israel. So you don't actually have the James. Why you are? Praise God for the Lord. So Judah is what? Jehovah. And it means praise. 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 That's BDB. BDB defines it as praise. I get what I'm saying. And then strong defines Yehuda as Yehuda as celebrated. 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 Are we together? Now, so Yehuda means the Lord be praised or the Lord be celebrated. I get what I'm saying. That's what actually it means. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, if you look at what she says, it says, 
Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore, she named, she called his name Yehuda and left David. So it means Jehovah be praised. The Lord be praised, for the Lord be what? Celebrated. Now, the verb, that's the act of praise, is from the Hebrew word Yada. Yada was a bit of this word Yada. Amen to Jesus. Yada. And BDB defines Yada as to throw, to shoot, to cast. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. To cast means to cast down, to throw means to throw down. Are you getting what I'm saying? It, it also defines as to give thanks. It also defines as to Lord. It defines it as to praise. It defines it as to confess the name of God. You see that? To confess the name of God. So this is a very important aspect of praise. That's what Pastor has been teaching, Pastor Foga has been teaching the name of God. So when you told me, when the Lord lifted my hand to say, I said, when you look at when you read today's teaching, you saw that name in your heart to teach on the names of God was actually a very important aspect of praise. Confessing the name of the Lord. Yes. Bible says, they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So when you confess, when you confess the name of the Lord, it's gladdening sin. You know, it it's it's it just excites sin. Are you yes. getting what I'm saying? Yes. It excites sin. Yehovah Jireh. Ah, he's excited. Yehovah Nisi. Ah, he's excited. Yehovah Sabaoth is excited. Yehovah Tikenu, he's excited. Oh, it, see, confessing his name is an act of mercy. When you say, I don't know how to pray, just confess his name. Just call his name. Just call his name. The Almighty, the Almighty God. Ah, when you finish calling in Hebrew, you can enter your language. Yeah. You enter your local dialect, you enter English, the great young, the mighty man in battle, he who was and needs and needs to come. The Almighty God, you are the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the Alpha and Omega, he who was and needs and needs to come. You are God all by yourself, you reside in yourself, you live, move, and have your being yourself. You created eternity. Eternity is a product of yours. You are indescribable, unexplainable, inexplicable. Come on, when you begin to confess his name, ah, you just excite him. That's why pastor is teaching on the names of God. Those, that, that, the names of God gives us understanding on how to praise him. Yes. Ah. <laughs> the jealous one. That is a, a Jehovah. Kana. Kana. The jealous Ayana Nataka. El Kana Eliohim, the jealous one. El Kana. Jehovah Kana, the jealous one. <laughs> he's not just jealous, his name is jealous. When you know that the God you serve is jealous, and his name is jealous, he's jealous over you. Come on, you know that nothing can hurt you, nothing can, can stop you, nothing can destroy you. See, these revelations of his name. Brings about confessing his name. And as we begin to confess his name, that understanding fuels more praise in our hearts. It should not be a religious act, it should be a revelational act. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you see, when uh, Pastor Debbie comes up and he wants to start and he starts calling the name of God, many people are used to, when he's calling the name of God, they all start eating tambourine and they are used to it, but they don't know what he knows. This is what he knows. 
that makes him stand on the and he just starts calling the name of God. See, don't uh, they, you see in, in, the, in the Yoruba tradition, they have what they call king praisers. When the king praises, what do they do? They start calling the king names that they know that the king cannot even carry at all. Mm-hmm. They just start swearing his head with names. And if they are swearing his head, the king is, oh, what do you want? He begins to release. That Yoruba tradition is a tradition that is synonymous with God. Yes. Reminds of the story that Pastor David told about a, 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 a king praiser. He said the guy, when he comes, the guy was dangerous. Dangerous or wicked master. When he start praying the king, the king will lose himself. He will lose himself. He said one day he was praising the king. The king was giving him things. Give him things, give him things, give him things, give him things. Gave him and gave him almost all the kingdom said. And then the guy will not stop. Ah, the point the king stopped. He said, you this man, I know what you're up to. You want me to give you my life? But that one I will not give you. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? If he a king, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just with names. Calling them, you just, just start calling the king names that the king cannot escape. Where is he getting this name from? You know the beautiful things? The Bible says that if God did not withhold his son from us, mm. how then shall he not freely give us all names? You know what? When we confess his name, eh, there's nothing left for him to give. He has given us everything. Yeah. So we just excite him. Yeah. There's not, he has given us, Jesus has given us, there's nothing left to give. You know, if we understand Ayanamaka, the king prays and we praise the king for what he wants to receive from the king. But what about us that God has already given? The king has not released yet, but he will come and confess names of the king to the king. So the king can now release. What about us who have a king who has already released everything? That means we don't need to wait for a time to praise. No. We have to praise on 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 on, on ending. Yes, yes, yes. We pray without ceasing. We praise without ceasing. Mm. Mm. That's why praise must be the end of prayer, unless prayer has not been prayed. Mm. Why? Because if a king praiser can come and praise a king because of what he wants a king to give, what about us who are king has already given everything? Mm. Man, we, we owe him the praise. Ah, strong defines it as to revel or worship with extended hands. To revel or worship and with extended hands. So what is praise? Praise is the act of throwing down ourselves, shooting ourselves, and casting ourselves and our lives and our all to God. It's the act of throwing down, shooting, and casting down ourselves, our lives, and our all to God. You see, you see, I like the Yoruba tradition. Hard yes, you in prostrate. They threw down themselves. They got it from somewhere. That, that thing is a revelation that we are meant to have. That is the act of praise. You throw down yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now? Yes. If you are still too posh to throw down yourself, you've not entered into a realm of you've not entered into the realm of praise yet. Mm. If you are still looking at your designer's clothes, if your clothes are still too clean for you to throw yourself down, I think oh, you have not entered into the place of praise yet. No one are they are we play, are we play, are we play, are we play? You see, when you see children, they can roll on the floor when they want to play. Say that we play before my maker. You throw down yourself. I am not too posh. I am not too touch. I am not too too, 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 too guide up. I am not too sophisticated to draw myself down at my king. 
not too, 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 too sophisticated to cast myself down at my king. You see, when we talk about casting our crowns, we only think of the crown you put on the head, you cast it down. No, when we're talking about crowns, it's first of ourselves we cast before the crowns we cast. Yeah. We cast ourselves down. We just, we just, we just lavish ourselves on him. Yeah. We cast our all. We cast our lives. You see, that's why praise is not just an act. It is the life of a believer. Because you cannot cast your life and still live another kind of life. Mm-hmm. I see the brethren by the mercy of God that you present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. So praise is the act of presenting yourself a living sacrifice, just casting your life at Him. That's why I wonder when people go, they go to church, they dance, 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 when they dance, 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 they like to dance. When now go around, they be dancing, go around, they be dancing. I bet I say, you can even get that meeting. They dance, they go around, they dance. When they do that, they live there. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible people. Why? Because you've only done an activity. You've not done the reality. The reality is not an activity. The reality is a revelation that entails your life. And most of the times we are good at activities, but we are terrible at reality. The reality of praise is that it's your life you cast. It's your life you throw down. It's your being, your all. It's your life you shoot. It's your life you release. Just release it. When you shoot an arrow, you do what? You release it. You release your all to God. You just release your all. Praise is not just an actual. It is the life of a believer. A life that has been released to God. I know what every archer shoots toward to hit the bullseye. Are you get what I'm saying? Every archer shoots to hit the target. Every archer shoots to hit the target. So praise is the act of releasing your life to meet the target, which is God's heart. Just shooting your life to meet God's heart. That's why David said, I will play. I will play. He said, it was this, my God, that made me king instead of your father. Mm. I will play. I don't have a life. I have shot it at his heart. I have shot it at his heart. My target is to please him. <laughs> That's praise. Praise is shooting your life to the target of God's heart, which is to please God. Why you can dance is good, but if your life has not been shot to the heart of the Father, you've not done it, it's just an exercise. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, Body exercise, profit, little. Some of us are good at being bodily exercise that is profiting little, but we are not doing the real thing, which is what? Shooting our lives to meet the heart of the Father. Mm-hmm. You see, that praise is for them, but that's why I said, I'm still understanding. <laughs> it's all encompassing. That is why without praise, there is no faith. Without praise, there is no love. How can you shoot your life at the heart of the Father and not function in love? It's not possible. How can you shoot your life at the heart of the Father and not function in faith? It's not possible. You shoot. That's why this revelation of praise is very important. I never seen it like this before. I talk praise once or twice. You understand what I'm saying? But many of the things I'm saying are not even in my notes. I've never seen it like this before. Shooting your life. The target is the heart of the Father. 
is the heart. Why? Because most, uh, God says to the people of Israel, I showed my ways. But to Moses, I showed my words. To, 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 to the children of Israel, I showed my heart. But to Moses, I showed my ways. My ways are the end of my heart. And Moses came and said, Lord, show me that. Show me your glory. I want, I want to enter your, your heart. The new creation has that people in Our own is to pull that. Just shoot our hearts to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Number two, praise is giving thanks to God. Thanks to God. Continuous thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it, just, it should just be the normal flow from your mouth. Thank you. The devil wants you to do, hmm, ah, hey, wow, hmm, hey. But you know what? What you are meant to do is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. You know, because the truth is that hmm cannot change the situation. At all. Ha cannot change it. At all. Yeah, hmm and ha not it. Hey, they cannot change it. The BP enhances. Hmm, he cannot change it. I get what I'm saying. Yes. But the worst that he can get when he says thank you, Jesus, is like you become better than what he does. Yes. Why? Because the Bible says the part of the just like a shining light that shining more amount to a perfect. Mm. So thank you, Jesus. Just give me thanks to God. Give me thanks to God. You know, I was thinking something, I was like, I understand why that man was the author of pieces of praise was, was working like that. This morning, I was just in the bathroom thinking of that. I said, okay, I think I understand why. I said, because when you come and meet him to pray for the husband that's about to die, the words that come to the husband is that you die. That's the words. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Martha said, yes, we know on the last day. Jesus said, no. The resurrection I'm waiting for that is very sad to Resurrection is not an event. It's not an activity. It's a person. I am the very resurrection. Look at him here. Resurrection is a person. Resurrection has come. What are you waiting for that before? <laughs> I am the very resurrection of life. And alive. So, in other words, the worst that can happen to this person is death. The worst situation that can happen in life is death. And the resurrection of the life is always there to bring life to death situation. So, let me rather praise him first. That's why when resurrection and life came to the tomb of Lazarus, what did he do? Father, I thank you. Because I have come, oh, I have come. Death is the worst that can happen. But the best that can happen has come. So we praise and thank God for the best. Because he is the best that can happen. The worst that can happen is death. When we praise him for being God, what happened? Then we invite him into the situation. And once Jesus steps in, death turns to life. So that must be the reason why that guy was always thanking God. Number two, the thing I want to do, can I do it? No, it's God that can do it. I get what I'm saying. Can I raise the dead? I, those that say they are raising the dead, it's when they, those that say they now get the sick, they raise the dead. Those that now do the by themselves, it's when we them. The Lord bless them. But for me, I cannot raise no dead. I cannot heal no sick. I cannot change any situation. But there is He that can change it. He's Yahweh. He's Yeshua. So what do I do? Hey, I have to invite him first now. And the way I invite him is I want thank him. Praise him. Then I thank him. You say, okay, so that means this situation is not bad. Because when we don't thank, we are saying the situation is intolerable. So that means the thing has gone beyond the tolerable. Because okay, as well, as you see, so shall you have it. God will like you. You are saying that it's deplorable. God told Abraham, he said, look, as far as you ask, I say, I give you not to you. And you, you have seen the situation as deplorable, so you say there's no need to thank God. What are we thanking God for? So what, what am I doing getting to your business for? 
He's not sending me to thank me, so why should I get involved? I get what I'm saying? Yeah. But when we thank him, God says, Oh, so you see that there is hope. Bible says there is hope. If the tree be caught down and the scent of water shall walk, it shall spout again. Remain connected. Teaching continues shortly. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, Blessed Beyond Measure, authored by Chimdi Ohahuna, the prophet Habakkuk prophesied in Habakkuk 2 verse 14 for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. This prophecy plays a pivotal role in the program of God for the earth and his children. In addition to this prophecy, Jesus said in Matthew 24 verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. This makes us understand how indispensable the acquisition of the knowledge of God and his operations is for all who seek to be involved in the fulfillment of prophecies. Given this, God has availed simple yet profound timely knowledge via his servant Shimdi Ohahuna, to all who seek to partner with God in the fulfillment of these end-time prophecies. The book of Zechariah 1 verse 17b says this saith the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. Also by analogy, in the book of Matthew 5 verse 14, Christ Jesus called his disciples the light of the world and a city set on a hill. This implies that children of God who are lights of the world and cities set on a hill that cannot be hid can only spread abroad through prosperity. Hence, prosperity is indispensable in the life of every born-again child of God, seeking to spread abroad, shining the light of God, as a city set on the hill, thereby, partnering with God in the fulfillment of prophecy. Blessed Beyond Measure is a must-read, for every believer who desires to know prosperity, in the complete way, as designed by God. This book helps to clear the gray areas, misconceptions, and misunderstandings on prosperity, suffered by many saints, over the years, in the body of Christ. By systematically examining, the origin of the blessing and salvation. Order a copy today via Amazon. Welcome back. God says, so you see there's hope. So you believe that there's hope. That I, that I can do something. God says, okay, now you see me do something. Now you see me do something. There's hope. It means loving God. That means extolling God. Extol Him that lies on the way. Extol Him, yeah. <laughs> it means expressing thanks to or love and respect for God. Like expressing thanks to God, expressing love, and expressing re 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 um, uh, respect for God. You see, God loves us, but He wants us to also love Him in return. Jesus asked Peter, Love is down the one. Are you getting what I'm saying? If God does not want our love in return, Jesus will not that that question. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. He will not answer question. Yes, the love of God is is the fuel. Is actually we cannot love. We are empty. We cannot love. It's only God's love in us that we reciprocate back to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Now, so but God actually wants us to reciprocate that love. Are you getting me? Why? Because he wants to be he wants to be sure that his love that he put in you is actually working. When he created Adam, what did he do? He created animals and God was and brought the animals for Adam to live. Why did he bring the animals for Adam? To be sure that this masterpiece he created was functioning in full optimum capacity. 
So why does God want us to love him back? So that he can be sure that the love he put in us is actually there yes. and is actually at work. Yes. He can be sure that we are not thrown away that love. That's why he just wants us to love back. That's all. That's all. It's not because he demands love from us. Let me be sure. Are you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just like when you give somebody something. You give somebody something and say, I, I, I go and get that thing I got for you. Are you get what I'm saying? You buy a gift for your for your child for your child, a toy. Are you getting me? You as a father, you don't need the toy. Are you getting me? But you tell your child, and hey, John, go and get that toy car I bought for you. Bring it, I want to bring it for me. And then John brings the toy car. And it's okay, that's fine. You just want to check the state of the car. That John has not dashed the car out. He has not destroyed the car. Not that you need the car. You understand what I'm saying? But to be sure. Are you getting me? Now God wants us to love it because he wants to be sure that the love in us, he put in us, is at work. And number three, he also wants us to fellowship with him. Love is the only way to fellowship. Without love, there's no fellowship. You see, I was talking to somebody else, I was talking about gathering people. I say, come. You see, gathering people should be based on two things. Number one, the love of God. Number two, maturity. What we do most of the time we gather together is that we are not fellowshipping. We are either gossiping or clubbing or socializing wrongly. We are naturally fellowshipping. Fellowship is in place when love is in place. I get what I'm saying. And that's where the church is supposed to be striving to get to. A place where we love. We love you irrespective of who you are, what you are, what you do. We just still love you. We don't need to approve of you before we love you. We love you without approving of you first. And you, when you see that we love because God so loved the world, that I gave you silly God's son. God commanded not to love you. Why are we asking that Christ died for us? We don't approve of you to love you. We love you because we love you. And then it's only natural, it's only rational for you who has been loved without being approved of first to start seeking to love in return. One of the problems we have is that we want to we love them without approving of them. Then for them to not love in return, they want to remain unapproved and unloving. And it's going to destroy and disintegrate the family. So God wants us to love him for the sake of what? Fellowship. Praise also means confessing the name of God. Confessing the name of God. You see, the name of God is a confession. That was saying the heart man believed and the man confession is not to salvation. We talked about Jesus um, last, last year, the name of Jesus. I will talk about the power in the name of Jesus. Praise God for the most Confessing the name of God, it's an act of praise. Yeshua. It shows your faith in the name. And you heal. You see, when it looks like, ah, yeah, that, that, like the resources are out, you call him Jaira. Jaira. Jaira, when you are running out of resources and it looks like everywhere is wrong, everything is getting dry. Jaira, Jaira, Jaira. When the battles are raging against you, you call him the Lord my banner. The Lord my banner. Jehovah is. I am a bush. You call these names. Why are you confessing these things? It's an act of praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? As you are doing that, he's saying, this, this is my son recognizing you. Hey, this is my son. He's calling me to deal with this matter. When he says Jaira, he says, okay. He's calling my attention for it. Let me show him I am Jaira. Go, let me see to it. 
Gerald does not mean the Lord has provided. It doesn't mean the Lord will see to it. Pastor, I like that from Pastor's teaching. The Lord will see to it. And I wanted to listen to those teachings of Pastor. We got the teaching on, uh, on the names of God. You know, powerful. The Lord will see to it. So when you call him, I am the Jehovah Jana, the Lord, this matter, this matter, the Lord will see to it. That's what it tells you about that matter. Jehovah Jaira. You say what do you mean? Jehovah Jaira. Yes. How about that matter? Jehovah Jaira. Oh. What about this one? Jehovah Jaira. What about this one? Jehovah Jaira. What about that one? Jehovah Jaira. The finances, Jehovah Jaira. The business, Jehovah Jaira. The marriage, Jehovah Jaira. Hallelujah. What do you mean, sir? Jehovah Jaira. Yes, yes, yes. Say, I don't understand what you mean. Jehovah Jaira. Mm. What the Lord will see to it. Yes. If I can see to it, I will not be helpless now. Mm-hmm. If I can see to it, I will not be need in need. Yes. If I can see to it, I would have seen to it. Yes. The matter passed me. That is why it's Jehovah Jaira matter. Yes. The reason why Jehovah Jaira is the solution is because I cannot see to it. What do you mean that? I cannot see to it. So what is the solution? Jehovah Jireh. When you say that kind, when you call his name in that aspect, it is okay. He's telling me to see to the matter. Mm. Okay. Let me now show him that I can I I I, 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 answer, I answer my name. Mm. See when you call God his name, hey, that's when he will show his weights. Mm. He will show his weight, he will show himself. Ah! Hey, he will show himself. He will show his way. You see, when the disciples were in the boat with Jesus, when the boat was rocking and Jesus was sleeping, they came and they said, Master, carry down Lord that we perish. It was only Master they called him, but he saw to it. They didn't know him as Jehovah Jireh. You know what I'm saying? But he saw to it. Imagine if they had said Jehovah Jireh. Hey, 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 hey. See, you don't need to wake God up. He never sleeps or slumbers. But you see, when you call Jehovah Jireh, you, you, you strike a chord in the notes of his heart. Mm. He says, oh, Jehovah Jireh, say, what is that thing you want me to see to? Hey, Jehovah I'm overwhelmed, but Jehovah Jireh, what is that thing you want me to see to? I will see to it. <laughs> Confessing his names. It excites him. He has given you everything. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when you confess his name, hey, he says, angels. What are you waiting for? Hey! What are you waiting for? And when you confess his name, eh, you activate your angels to work. Mm-hmm. Hey! Bible says that angel does ministry spirit to minister for the heirs of salvation and to minister for us. Yeah, our ministry spirit. You know when you confess his name, you activate your angels to work. They begin to run heta scatter. They are put under pressure. Are you getting know what I'm saying? Yeah. To ensure that they deliver on the matter. When you confess the name of God, everything that He has already given to you before time began, they begin to manifest in your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Confessing the name of God just excites Him and it opens your life to reception. Hallelujah. Jehovah. El Kana. Jehovah. El Kana. The God who says it and does it. Hey, when we call him such names, ah, 
We just excite him. We just excite him. You know, God wants us to excite him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. You see, when we, when we love on him, we just call his name. We just love on him. We just love on him. You know, everybody likes a sweet name. Everybody wants to be called sweet, and even God wants you to call him his names. He's, he knows them, but he wants you to call him so you remind yourself of them and you excite him more. When you call him his name, say, This one is knowing you. Are you getting what I'm saying? This one is knowing me. A child of God that cannot call any name of God is not knowing God. He just have to collect things from God. Exactly. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. You have been born again for 20 years. How many names of God do you have an understanding of? Say it's Jehovah. What does Jehovah mean? The existent one. It's Jaira. What does Jaira mean? And God will provide. But you know that there's another side that we see to it. He said it's Khan, Jehovah um, Kana. What does Kana mean? You see, you see, you see, I don't know all these names. I don't want to know them. Even Yeshua, you don't know what he means. Jesus, you don't know what he means. And you are serving a God that you don't know the meaning of his names. How do you want these names to manifest in your life? I cannot say. We have taught plenty things in church, but we have not taught the person that we are meant to be with. The person we are serving, we don't know him, but we are knowing every other thing. I get what I'm saying. This has been the problem of the church. We've lost focus on the person we are serving, the person we are fooling. I get what I'm saying. We are knowing everything, but we are knowing. We have taught finance in church. We have taught business and marketing in church, but we have refused. We have not taught this person who we are serving. We are not teaching his names. We are not teaching his identity. And we cannot identify with a God we don't know his identity. But the longer we start knowing the identity of this God. The better it is for us. Hallelujah to Jesus. Yeah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Yeah. It means reverend and worshiping God be extended. And this one that is also very important. You see, how do we reverence God? And how do we worship Him? We reverence Him and worship Him by extending our hands up to Him. That's how we reverence and worship Him. Extending our hands up to Him is a sign of surrender. Absolute and total surrender to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So when we lift up our hands and we reverence him, we are, we are number one surrendering to him. Number two, when a child wants the, the parents to carry him or her, what does he do for his So we lift up our hands in reverence to God and saying, God, carry me. Carry me. You carry me. Whoa. When some carry their God. Hey! You feed me, Lord, when some feed their God. You fought for me when some fight for their God. Jesus, you know they use me play. <laughs> when we extend our hands in reverence to him, we are saying, Baba, carry me. Baba, carry me. Carry me, Lord. When we extend our hands in worship to him, we are saying, Baba, carry me. So we sing that song. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go. We are not supposed to be singing it like this. We are supposed to be singing like this. We are supposed to be lifting our hands. Lord, carry me. It's a song of revelation. We don't even know the revelation. We are saying, Lord, carry me. And see, when the child raises up his hand to his mother or his father, crying, the father sees it as an act of worship because the father says, This one knows, this one has confidence in me. That we know for me. Hey! I am a master. 
So praise is an act of faith. It's an act of confidence and trust in God. When we praise God by lifting our hands, we are saying, God, I trust you. When you carry me, you will not fall me. Number one, I trust you that you will carry me. Number two, I trust you that when you carry me, you will not fall me. Yes. When the child lifts up his hand to pray, he says, I've surrendered my carrying to you. So, you are the one to carry me at this moment. You see, we, we need to lift our hands every day to, to the Lord in worship God. Because we need him to carry us every day. Jesus said, like he says, sufficient enough is the evil for a day. Sufficient enough is the evil for a day. So, we lift our hands every day as often as we can. Just lift our hands and worship him. Lift your hands and worship Him. Not only the gathering of the saints, but alone on your own, just lift up your hands. You can walk on the road and just lift up your hands and say, Lord, I, 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 I just surrender it all to you. Lord, I just reverence you. I have confidence in you that you will carry me. On this matter, you will carry me. That's why praise is an act of, an act of faith. On this matter, you can sometimes look at only prayer and confessing that I say, no, praise is a major act of faith. God, on this matter, I cannot carry myself, but I just raise my hands to you. Carry me. Lord, on this matter, you will carry me. I cannot carry myself. In life, Lord, I cannot carry myself. Carry me. Carry me. And Lord, I surrender it all. Worship is an act of absolute surrender to God. Just absolute surrender. I made it all to you. I just give it all to you. I, I, I shoot my all to you. <laughs> by lifting up my hands. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, how are we to praise God? We are to praise God using the constituents and components of praise as prescribed by scriptures. Are you get what I'm saying? The constituents and components of praise is called praises. Are we together? Alright. Praises. You see, praises are not that Hebrew word. Praises is another Hebrew word. Praises is the constituent and component of praise. So praises is from the Hebrew word Tehillah. So we have heard of Tehillah today. Tehillah. And Bilibi defines Tehillah as praise. Song or hymn of praise. Song or what? Hymn of what? Praise. Number two, it, it defines as adoration. Thanksgiving paid to God. This, when I saw this part, it, it, it struck a very serious chord in my heart. When I was, the revelation was coming, it was sweeting me. I was going to get to it. It means act of general or public praise. Are you get what I'm saying? It means praise demanded by qualities or deeds or attributes of God. Are you get what I'm saying? It means renowned fame and glory. Strong defines it as laudation. Laudation. So we have to praise God by number one. Songs of hymns and thanks and praises. Songs, sorry, or hymns of praise. Songs or hymns of praise. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. And the Psalms goes on and it says, Praise him with the Psalms and in the hymns. 
And for the cause, it's speaking to spiritual songs and hymns. It's spiritual psalms and hymns. I get what I'm saying. You know, um, 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 hymns, hymns and songs. I don't want to go into teaching because I think maybe we're going to teaching about these things. I don't want to go into it now. I get what I'm saying. You know, so we praise God with songs or hymns of praise. There are different kinds of hymns. You have hymns of um, request. You have hymns of um, uh, consecration. You have hymns of, of um, the different songs of Must I go and empty a decision? And yet, must I meet my Savior so? Not with one to me should lead him, must I empty hand Look at hymns of decision. Must I go to the Lord without souls? They are decisive hymns to, to, to go to the Lord with, with souls. I hear what I'm saying. But we have also hymns of praise. We have songs of songs of declarations, songs of consecration. We also have songs of praise. And some of the times when we praise God, so when we do praise and worship God, we just model up everything. But that's not the matter. If we want to praise God, let us praise God. If we want to not go into consecration, let us go into consecration. If we want to go into uh, decision, let us go into decision. But we are not meant to model up everything together. God has been winking, but we need to. Hallelujah. We need to praise with understanding. So there are songs and hymns of praise. Why there are songs and hymns of other things? I get what I'm saying. There are songs and hymns of declaration. I get what I'm saying. But when we want to praise God, let our songs and our hymns be strictly what? Praise to God. Loving Him. Extolling Him. Confessing His name. I get what I'm saying. All right. Number two is adoration and thanksgiving paid to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Adoration and thanksgiving paid to God. Paying God thanksgiving and adoration for all the history of this second way we the second component of the praise, which is what? Paying God thanksgiving and adoration for all the instruments and all he has done and we do so and for us. Are you get what I'm saying? This means that praise is the salary we pay God for the unmerited favor, unmerited service he has rendered to us, he's rendering to us, and he'll continuously render to us. So, my brother, do you know when I call each other and I say, So I can pay God? Hey, child of God, you can pay God. Every time we think of God paying us, but we don't know that we can also pay God. This is the beauty about the God we have. He has a symbiotic relationship with us. What he does for us, we also do for him. We pay God salary, we pay him a reward. I know what that reward is. Praise. We praise God because we do not in any way merit these services he renders to us. Yet, he does them without failing. Even when we fail to pay him for them. Even when we fail to praise him, he's still doing it. Then he said, I slept and I woke up. It was the Lord that sustained me. He renders the service of waking us up in the morning. It's not our lamb that woke us up. It was him who woke us up. When we fail to praise, he still pays. When we fail to pay him, he still renders the service. 
When we fail to pay him a praise as he pays, he still renders the service. So come on. Is this too much to give? Look at health, look at life. Two hands, two legs. Above all, for sending Jesus. If he didn't send Jesus, my brother, I would not have a praise today. I will not be, I will not be in the family of God. I will not be in the commonwealth of Simon. If there's no reason, if you think there's no reason to praise God for sending Jesus, that's why even those on the sick bed can still praise Him. Yeah. They say you're about to die, you can praise Him well because ah, my salvation, my, my eternity is sure. Mm. I'm not like those who, who miss it. I'm not like those I don't know where they are going to. Come on, there's always a reason to praise God. Also, we are the ones meant to be serving God only, but He still lovingly carries our services to us and for us. I'm not the one meant to be serving only. Sometimes my mother always sees to tell me, sometimes I ask question, who is serving you? Is he the one serving us? Are we the one serving you? Because in case sensitivity, Christianity has torn God from our servant and we don't want to serve him in many ways. And in fact, we know the bad about our seeker sensitivity. He wants him to serve us and we don't want to pay him for service. And we, if we do service and the don't cross, we get angry. Even in the church, look at church days, young boys want pastor to pay them to play drums, to play keyboard. But God is serving him, pay small praise, don't want to pay. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. They're the ones who serve God, but He still lovingly carries and descends to us. This was what Jesus explained to His disciples by washing their feet in John chapter 13, verse 5 He said, I was, By washing their feet, He was telling them, I sent you, I'm serving you. That's what I'm doing. I'm serving you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. What a loving God we have. A God who perpetually and unfailingly services us. Yeah. And carries our service to us and for us, even when we fail to pay him for them. He's still doing it even when we fail to pay him. Every time, if we are to do it in the right way, we are to praise without ceasing because this God is serving us without ceasing. This is why God loves us to praise him. What a blessing it is for us to pay God. What a blessing it is for us to pay God. Praise is a salary paid to God for services he renders to us. For services he rendered to us by sending Jesus. Services he's rendering to us and the services he yet rendered to us. Praise is a salary. How, 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 how difficult is it to, to gather praises? To, to get money to pay your staff is not easy. But how difficult is it to gather praises? Not difficult at all. Just call it Yahweh. You are praising. And you are You are praising. Elion, you are praising. Yahweh, Sabbath, you are praising. Just confessing his name, you are praising. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, you are praising. Mm. Just lifting up your hands and saying, you are Jesus, mm. you are Elion. You are praising, my brother. So cheap, so cheap. That's why the Bible says, let everything that had breath praise the Lord. The criteria for praises is not money, it is bread. Why? Because with bread you can praise. Even if your mouth is dumb, inside of you you can praise. Brother, you can use sign language to praise. Deaf and dumb, they praise God. The Bible says when the trees clap their hands, they are praising the Lord. Bread is a criteria to pray for praise. Why? Because every living thing can praise. How do we, what's the consequence of praise? How do we praise? Concept of praise, sorry. General or public praise. That is praise to the brethren in public fellowship. I'm going to be looking at this as we go. Are we together? Number two, decline and making known the renowned fame and glory of God. And, and next one is lauding God. And next one is extending hands 
as a sign of surrender to you. Are we together? Now, these are the components of praise, and they are all praises. This is Tehillah. We must engage every of this. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. There is a place for praising with the believer. There's a place for praising with the home. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Praise is man's loving response to the person and blessing of God. Praise is man paying God for sending Jesus to die for us. Paying God for all the good things he's doing for us. Above all, paying God for being God. If God were not to be God, that is the only answer we can give. If God were not to be God, you're out there, you've not made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. Um, I would want to invite you to make this decision. It's the best decision you can make in your life. And I encourage you to do it. Now, if you want to make this decision, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died for me. And on Calvary's tree, you shed your blood to take away my sins. Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR, send us an email via ministry at gmail.com today. Remain ever blessed. Thanks for listening to this teaching. We believe you were blessed listening to this prophetic and life-changing teaching episode. We would like to receive your praise report of your encounter with the Lord through the ministry of Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. To send in your praise report or make a request, Kindly send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. If you need more information about the ministry and would like to give a love offering today, you can visit our website via www.chimdiohahunaministry.org. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord.